on the green with Holly Spellman. Hi, welcome to my podcast, On the Green with Holly Spellman on the Power of Positive Golf. Joining us today is John Huerta, manager of Golf Mart in Albuquerque, New Mexico. He's with us today to talk about the importance of club fitting. At the end of the interview, today's golf tip is on long-distance putting. Thanks for joining us. You're in studio with us today, so that's exciting for me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exciting. thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Good. I'm so glad. Yes. So um, when did you get started in golf, and how long have you been playing golf? So I started at six years old. Wow. I would go out on the golf course with my dad. My dad was an avid golfer. Um, we lived a block or two away from the golf course. So, uh, you know, we would just, uh, walk, we would literally just walk, take our clubs, walk. Um, the guys, they always treated me really good because my dad had a group of guys that he would play with. And even from the time I was little, they would let me just go out there and hit with them. And whenever I'd hit enough, they were, my dad was like, pick it up. Okay, let's go. Well, <laughs> and that's good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, they were really good to me. So I, uh, I always appreciated that because, you know, it's not always that way. And they were, they were really good to me as a kid. And I think with more and more kids playing, I think it's important for us as we, as we get a little bit older. And we are now the elder statesmen on the golf course to be the same, to treat the kids well right. and, and make sure they feel welcome there. So yeah. I always was. So I was, I was really happy with that. And, and that feeds into my power of positive <clears throat> golf. I mean, you know, to, to be able to help, help kids out especially mm-hmm. is, is so important and yes. to make them feel welcome. 100%. Yeah, not underfoot. Yes. Um, so where did you grow up? So I am from Alice, Texas, which is just outside of Corpus Christi, uh, about 40 minutes away from there. Um, so I played all my junior golf down there. I started playing tournament golf when I was eight. And, wow. uh, yep, won, won, won a fair amount of tournaments. I was, I was pretty good as a kid and uh, played in high school, played in college. I played, you know. Well, it used to be University of Texas Pan American. Now it's uh, Rio Grande Valley, I think, is UT Rio Grande Valley. Right, right. I think now. I've heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I played there until 04 and then jumped in the golf business right away, right out of college. So what did you do when you got out of college? So I worked I worked one year down there at the golf headquarters in McAllen, Texas. And uh, the next year, I moved back closer to home, back to Corpus. So it was only like two hours away. And uh, started working at Edwin Watts Golf there in Corpus Christi. Um, and worked there until four years ago when I came here. Oh, wow. Great. Mm-hmm. So then you became manager yes. uh, yep. with Golf Mart. And Golf Mart, you know, I've been in Albuquerque for, I mean, I grew up here in Albuquerque, and I only knew it as Golf Mart. Mm-hmm. But then you said it merged. Mm-hmm. It did. So now it's part of Worldwide Golf Shops. Worldwide Golf Shops owns, um, they own Edwin Watts. They own the Golf Mart. They own Vans Golf uh, and Roger Dunn golf out in california oh i didn't realize that mm-hmm. i have a really good friend that's lpga that taught at roger dunn yes wow that is so cool mm-hmm. i'll have to call her up and say hey guess what yeah we have meetings once a year out there at uh, actually we meet in vegas once a year which is pretty cool and yeah get to meet all the different uh, managers from all the stores so it's a nice awesome. little get together yeah. awesome so your forte is club fitting yes and when i'm teaching my students um especially the beginners yes they come in and um, they come in with uh, Salvation Army clubs, yes. right, that are probably 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, um, well, I found this set over at, you know, Salvation Army. Is this, you know, okay to start with? And I went, yeah, well, we're going to only hit the seven iron today. <laughs> so 
here's what's going to happen. Um, you're going to go ahead and, and, you know, work with this seven iron today, and then I'm going to bring in another club. But mm -hmm. here's what I want to suggest to you. I want to suggest to you to get fitted for clubs. Mm -hmm. And they always look at me and they say, I'm not good enough just, for that. I'm just a beginner. Well, I'm a beginner. I, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. John? So uh, I've been fitting for 16 years now, and it is amazing how, uh, you know, I, I have the same conversations with people when they come in and they're just picking up the game. And, uh, you know, I'm like, Let, let's go hit some. Let's go try them out and feel what they feel like. I've never swung a club before. You've seen people swing a club. You can swing a club. So let's go in there. Okay. And they're a little bit nervous and maybe a little embarrassed, but I get them in there and I'm like, let's just hit them. I guarantee you that as, as soon as you hit the right one, you'll know. Right. Right away. And so I'll hand them three or four different seven irons. And then they, I put one in their hands and I'm like, oh, this feels good. They like the weight of it and they hit it and they hit it great. And they're like, okay, this is, this is the one. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I've been, I've been telling people for years and years and years that, you know, just, feeling the club and trying it out and hitting it even if you don't think that you know what you're doing super super important and usually i can tell by a person's height what kind of club to give them you know you know ladies from you know five three ish to about five seven we use a standard length ladies clubs shorter than five three you might look at petite taller than five seven you might look at either a ladies tall set or uh, a men senior yeah because senior and, and ladies are really similar in weight and flex uh, but the men's clubs are one inch longer than the ladies. Right, right, exactly. And it's it's amazing how many times I get ladies that come in with their clubs that are five eight, five nine, five ten, and they're ladies clubs. And I'm like, where did you get these? Oh, I bought these, you know, wherever. And and nobody bothered to fit them to to make sure that the clubs are the right length. You know, you need a five ten lady with the club that's you know an inch, you know, designed for someone that's five three, and, and they have no chance. You know, even if they were athletic and pretty good. Yeah, um, exactly. So, so you know, the length of the club is. The absolute most important thing. That's right. Oh yeah, one. for sure. That's and that's one. yeah. That's what I tell tell my students as well. You know, I'll have like this five two, you know, woman come in, and she says, "Well, my husband said that I could uh, use his <laughs> old set." Mm -hmm. I said, "Well, how tall is your husband? He's five three. I went. I mean, sorry, he's six, six, three. six three. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm like, these will never nope. ever nope. fit you. Too long, too heavy. Yeah. Men's clubs are. So, you know, if you get a men's standard seven iron, the shaft in there can be anywhere from 95 to 130 grams. And ladies clubs uh, traditionally are s tremendously lighter, anywhere from 40 to 60 or right. 70 grams. So half the weight. Uh, and, and that makes so much difference in the speed and how much how much distance you can get just based off of a lighter club and being able to swing it faster. There you go. Perfect. So let's talk about that for a little bit, though, mm -hmm. you know, because I get questions. Should I get a steel shaft? Should I get regular flex? Should I get stiff flex? Can you go through the flexes for us and explain that and what the difference is in that? Sure. So, you know, ladies will, will be the most flexible shafts and traditionally the, mo the lightest. Um, I, I have I have senior senior men that are that are not that tall and not that strong. I, I said, just try this, just try this. I, actually, I won't even tell them what it is. I'll have them hit it. Yeah, right. And they're like, oh, man, I haven't hit a driver this far in forever. I'm like, that's a ladies flex driver. They're like, what? Flex, you know, if you can get more flex, you can get more speed. And if you get more speed, you get more distance. Right. And that's what everybody's looking for, you know. And, and when you when you don't swing super fast, traditionally you're not as worried about direction because you don't hit it as far offline because you don't have as much speed. 
Right. Um, exactly. So, uh, you know, we start at Ladies Flex and then we go to Senior, which is really similar in Flex, but one inch longer in a standard men's club. Um, and, and you look at you look at speeds in irons and a driver, which will which will be totally different because the club, the seven iron, is you know way way shorter than a driver. So you're going to have more speed in a driver than you will in a seven iron. Um, so you know, a senior flex in a in a graphite, you know, you're probably swinging in an iron in a graphite iron. You're probably swinging in the '60s, something right. like that, roughly. And then in a driver, you're swinging in the '70s. You know, so there's it can vary anywhere from 12 to 12 to 20 miles per hour between the two clubs, but you're still swinging a senior flex in each one, you know, seven, right. Because, exactly. because the club is shorter, you have less centrifugal force. So it's not, you're not swinging it as fast. Right. Um, so th- then from there, you'll jump in regular flex, you know, in a driver, it's going to be 80 to 92 or three, roughly. That's debatable. People will, you know, 95 or 90, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, in an iron, it's it's in the 70s. You know, you're swinging in the 70s, and then you go to stiff, and then you have X. You know, and uh, it's all based on speed. And and I have a lot of people that come in. You know, uh, I have uh, you know older men, 60 years older. Uh, I shouldn't say older because I'm getting older too. <laughs> uh, but you know, a 60 60 something year old man, but he's still physically very strong, right? And can and can swing it fast. And he's like, well, you know, I'm getting old. You know, maybe I should go into senior flex. And he's swinging at 100 miles an hour. And I'm thinking just because you're, you know, you, you're, you're advancing in age doesn't mean that you're swinging it slower. Right. So we, it, it's all about speed and, and that specific person that, that you're fitting. Exactly. And that's what I find, you know. Um, and I, I've had that happen to me, too, where, where the guy is older and, and he'll say, well, you know, I'm in my senior years and I'm looking at his swing going, you have a nice swing. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need to screw it up by thinking that you need to get into, a, you know, senior flex. So. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's very it's, and I think that's what people need to understand is that it's um, speed dependent. Hundred percent. Right. Yes. And you know, if you've got a nice, strong, smooth swing, you know, and you're you know fifty five, and and you, you continue that, and you have a great game with it, then go ahead and stay with that that type of flex. Absolutely. Let's go into uh, graphite versus steel. So the biggest difference, there's two main differences in graphite and steel. Number one is the weight, obviously. Uh, if you're looking at, you know, irons, because all the drivers now are graphite. So if you're looking at irons, um, you know, like I said, graphite shafts will range anywhere from 40 to, I mean, you can get them as heavy as 80 grams, but traditionally you're going to be in the 60-ish gram range. Uh, steel shafts have gotten lighter over the years. You right. know, everything they used have. to be super, super heavy, um, but now they're able to make it because, uh, technology they're able to make it lighter so you can get steel shafts you know in the 85 gram range as low as that but they're still heavier you know traditionally about 100 grams so you're looking at a 40 gram difference in weight um regular is regular this is something that i have to explain to people all the time regular is regular whether it's steel or graphite there you go you know you, which weighs more a pound of gold or a pound of feathers right, right yes so um, you know, if you're swinging steel regular, that doesn't mean you're swinging graphite stiff. It, it's the flex is the flex regardless of steel or regular. Um, and, and then the, the graphite has a tremendous sh- uh, shock absorption. So if you have any arthritis or, uh, you know, if you've had any kind of surgeries on your back or your elbows or your shoulders or anything like that, uh, the graphite will absorb the shock of the shot. Not all of it, but a, a lot of it. And uh, a lot of people that have had those types of injuries or surgeries, you know, they play around a golf with a set of steel irons and at the end or the next day, they're super sore, they're hurting, 
um, in with a graphite that is significantly reduced. Right. So if you've had something like that, a surgery or, or, or some kind of injury, uh, going to graphite can be very beneficial. I, yeah, I think that, yeah, that's a great way to explain it. So let's kind of give the the audience uh, the difference between the tour port, uh, players as opposed to, uh, let's say, you know, some guy that has a really good swing. What's the difference in the, their uh, shafts and clubs. And one other question on this, speaking of the uh, tour, um, there's been a lot of talk about the same length shafts. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? And do you recommend it? So that, that is something we were getting asked more and more about with Bryson DeChambeau um, and, his, and his play really being really good over the last couple of years, especially, um, it, you know, he's got it figured out there's a science to it and he is very scientific and he's very smart and he has helped cobra make these clubs very very well now if you've been playing golf for a long long time trying to switch over to something like that is very difficult and and i've had some people have adapted to it and liked it and and been fine with it but we've had a lot of those sets come back and people just say i can't get used to swinging a pitching wedge that's a seven iron length you know it's just super super long or the same thing with, you know, four iron, that's a seven iron length. That's super, super short. Um, it, I think it would be, it would be more beneficial to somebody that was just getting into the game, uh, because it does simplify things. If every club is the same length, sure. They're all the seven iron length. Um, every swing is the same, regardless of a wedge or a four iron, right? which is nice. It's awesome. Uh, but if you've been playing golf for 30 years and you're used to having a 35 and a half inch pitching wedge and a 39 inch four iron, uh, it's really hard to swing everything <laughs> the same. Right. It's very difficult, but it, but it's it's done really well. And like I said, he's got it down to his science. Nobody else really has uh, has figured that out like they have. Yeah. No. And and that makes sense. You know. Um, and the same thing with drivers. I've noticed that drivers are getting a little bit uh, shorter in length, mm-hmm. um, and that's for control. Correct. So um, I actually think that's a great idea. I agree. So there is, um, there was a point a few years ago, well, I'll say maybe eight or 10 years ago, um, when like uh, burner, Taylor made burner and stuff was, was really, really hot. Those drivers got all the way out to 46 inches. That is super long for somebody that's average height, you know, right. five, five, eight, five, nine, five, ten, something like that. Now it does, it can improve your distance because you're swinging a longer stick, but it, it significantly affects your direction and how straight you can hit the ball, especially if you don't make the same swing every time. <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so I, uh, you're right. I'm, I'm happy that the drivers are there. We're, we're back to 45 and a half or 45. Uh, some of the drivers that Titleist and Ping makes are 45 uh, now, which I think is great. And people are, people are starting to notice. They're like, okay, I can, I get people all the time that come in and, you know, can you make my driver a little bit shorter? I need more control. You know, and the technology's gotten so good that you're not going to lose a lot of distance by doing that. Um, so yes, I, I, I agree. I think we should be going back, back shorter Yeah. because of the, the, uh, how much better the technology's gotten. You, the ball's going forever. The ball has gotten better, not just right. the drivers, but the golf ball. Um, so you can, you can afford to give up a little bit in the length of the driver and still be able to get plenty of distance out of it. Yeah. Technology is amazing. <laughs> it is. It really yeah. is. And speaking on that, you know, so I send in someone for, you know, that's a beginner and, and has taken my series of lessons and stuff and and she decides to buy a set you know fit it to her how long is that set gonna 
do her for? It, it, it depends on the set that we get, right? So we have very beginner sets that start at like $199. Very basic. You've got eight or nine clubs in there. You know, driver, a couple fairway woods, hybrid irons, putter in the back. Um, those are designed... Uh, they can last a long time because they're made well. Uh, but, you know, as a player progresses and gets better, um, they're going to want to get into something a little higher quality, a little more technology so that they can do more with the club and with the golf ball. Um, so they can hit it, you know, start to hit it higher, hit it lower. Uh, but it all depends on how fast the player progresses and how much better they get, how soon yeah, they get. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's what I uh, try to tell them too. You know, if you're out here for fun and, you know, you're just going out to, you know, be in the nice air and, and being out with a group of people and having fun, these mm -hmm. will last you for a long time. Yes, if you want to progress and keep betting, getting better and better and better, then we need to talk. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah. And we get, uh, you know, we get people, uh, you know, there's there's two ways to attack it when you're coming to get a set of clubs. You can get the beginner set and say, okay, I, I know that I'm going to play with these for a little while and then I'm going to upgrade. Uh, there are other people that just want to jump right in. I, I want to spend the money and get the best technology now so I can have these clubs for a long time or forever even. Right. And as long as we're getting something that's forgiving enough for them to not struggle with it right away, but something that they can progress into and, and keep for a while, that's where that's where we try to you know find the middle ground there for Perfect. them that are going to spend that money. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they can go up there pretty high. <laughs> yes, definitely. You know, you mentioned, you know, 199 mm -hmm. and they can go all the way up to... Well, we have package sets that go all the way to $1,300, uh, you know. That's actually not that bad. Yes. That, now, that's that's just package sets, though. Yeah. So if you're, you know, if you're going to piece together a set where you pick your own irons, you pick your own woods, right. why just putter bag, it's going to be more than that. But even even though on the package set, you know, for someone that's like, okay, I really want to get a really good mm -hmm. set to, to start out with. That I think that I would recommend that as Co well. Cobra Callaway and TaylorMade make uh, yep. really good iron set or really good package sets in that range, and and you can play with those forever because the quality is tremendous. Absolutely, that's mm -hmm. what I love about them too. Mm -hmm. So um, just to get a little bit more technical, um, there's lie angles. There's mm -hmm. you know, so when you're fitting someone, mm -hmm. are you you know, do you have the board? Do you have the screen? And you say mm -hmm. this is where you're coming in. So the, you know, the first thing we'll check is the player's height and, and wrist to floor. Uh, that gives us a baseline for length of club and baseline for a lie angle. Um, so we start there, and, you know, once I get those measurements, then I'll traditionally ask the, the person if they, you know, if they have brand preference. Do you like Taylor May? Do you like Cali? If they don't, then we'll just kind of – I'll hand them one, you know, and then let them hit it a little bit and, and kind of go from there. It, it's dependent a little bit on – how good the player is, how how much how in depth we're going to get. We want to be right. we want to be technical with everyone, but you can only be technical to a certain point with somebody who's just starting. Right. Yeah. I, and I I totally agree with that mm -hmm. because they're already having a, a tough time understanding the swing and stuff. And yes. then you throw, information overload, yeah. <laughs> lie angle and yes, uh, approach like, to the you know, and you're like, what are you talking yes. about? Yes. So yes, I, I like mm -hmm. the. Uh, the uh, KISS method. Yes. So, um, but if someone wants to come in and we're getting into a little bit more, you know, technical part and they're a, a better golfer, you know, we are looking at approach. We're yes. looking at. Yes. So. so we will look at the line angle and like I said, we'll get the baseline off of height and wrist to floor. And, you know, somebody like me, I'm not very tall. I'm 5'6". Um, 
I could use a half inch shorter club. I, I don't like to make clubs shorter if we can avoid it because you lose a little bit of distance. I, I agree. And so I'll use a standard length club, but my, my clubs are four degrees flat because I'm not tall, but I also have a very flat and, swing. Yeah, explain four degrees flat. So four degrees flat, like if you have a club, that an iron that sits on the ground, let's say seven iron, and somebody like me who's not very tall, traditionally that toe, the, the far end of the club head will sit off the ground. And ideally, we would like the club to sit f- flat on the ground or very close to flat on the ground. And for me, that toe just sits way, way up in the air. So if, if I, you know, let's say I make a perfect golf swing with a club that only half of the half of the club half of the sole of the club is on the ground. If I make a perfect swing, I have only half of the club to work with. So I can hit, I can make a perfect swing and hit a terrible shot just because there's not a cl- enough club face for me to work with. Right. Um, so that makes a tremendous difference. And if you give me a standard set of clubs, I'm a three handicap ish. If you give me a standard set of clubs, I might go shoot 85 because I just have no chance with a club that's that upright. Right. So it makes a huge, huge difference. Um, tall, short, flat swings, upright swings, all those things factor into it. And you just got to watch the person hit some. And then, then we'll put, you know, some people, the struggle is some people don't hit it well off the lie board. They get on that, they get on that piece of plastic and they see that and they freak out. And so when we, when we have somebody that's like that, I take it away right away because I can tell in one or two swings, they're not going to swing the same on that lie board. Take it off. We have a, have a put a marker on the golf uh, a line on the golf ball put a piece of face tape on there right and then we can see how they're striking it just on a normal mat with a normal swing right and we can do it that way too yeah and and i think what what you mentioned in there as well is that you're working with their swing yes you know not trying to get them to have the perfect swing everyone's you know, swing was, is different you didn't see me but that was air quotes <laughs> yeah. it's um, there's no such thing there is no such thing as exactly. a perfect swing nope. I'm different. John's different. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that I teach, we're all different. We Mm -hmm. all have different swings. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's important to to emphasize. So I love that it's working with with their swing. Every single person. The other thing that um, people don't understand, and I'm a certified putting instructor, is to get your putter fitted to you. Yes. So talk about that. I... And and one second before we say that. Yes. um, I want to say that... Putters and drivers are the two most bought clubs out there, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, certainly if you're if you're hitting bad, it's the equipment. But if you're <laughs> hitting well, it's you, right? You know, so yes. <laughs> so that's why you know putters and drivers are the most uh, uh, bought and sold clubs out there. Mm-hmm. So um, it is so important to get that putter to fit you. Mm-hmm. So talk about that one. So. Fitting is super important in a putter, just like it is in irons and a driver and everything else. It's the one club that you use on every hole. Uh, so it's probably more important than any of the other ones. Uh, fitting a putter can it can be very difficult, though, uh, because you have a lot, you know, you've got somebody like Phil, let's just say Phil Mickelson. He's six foot something. He uses a 31 or 32 inch putter because he tilts a lot from the waist. Um, so there's... You, the length is the hardest thing I think to fit is because some people like to stand straight up and they need a longer putter, even if they're not very tall. Um, you have some guys that are super tall that, uh, that like, like I said, that like to like to tilt from the waist and they'll use a super short putter. So the length of the putter for me is all about comfort. And then we also have to check the lie angle on the putter. That's the other thing. And then also the, the type of putting stroke that you have. 
whether you've got a lot of curvature to your stroke or it's straight back, straight through, um, all those things will factor into the style of putter head that, and shaft that we're going to use in the putter. Uh, so, you know, if you, you know, if you have a straight back, straight through stroke, you'll want a putter that's face balanced. And the way you can tell that is if you set your putter in your hand and you hold it close to the head to where it's level, if your club face points straight up in the air, it's face balanced. Okay. And if the toe hangs a little bit, then it's not. And that is more more geared towards someone who has a, a curvature to their stroke. Right. Uh, like Phil Mickelson does. Somebody like that. So the putter you have in your hand is? Face balanced. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's awesome. It's yep. And, and, and the way the shaft meets the putter head as much has as much to do with that as the putter. So you can have two, two exact same putter heads, but if you have if the shaft goes into the head differently, it's going to sit differently. So if this putter's got the double bend in it, this one's is face balanced. There's one that comes in towards more towards the heel without this bend in it. That one's got some toe hang to it. Right. So you can have the same style putter head, but for two different putting strokes. And I, I'm going to throw in something here too, um, the visual aspect of it. Mm-hmm. I know people that look down at their putter and they're trying stuff and they're going, all I see is the head, you know, and it feels so heavy and it's, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of it is visual as well. And I think also in, in clubs when you're fitting, it's visual as well. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'll hit some of my students' clubs and I'll say, I know I'm not going to be able to hit this one because when I look at it, it's just not looking right it's to me. It's got too so, much offset or it's too upright or yeah. whatever it Or it's be. just, it, you know, it looks too thick or, you yeah, know. Yeah, the top line's too big. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think, you know, that's that's a lot of it. So when you mm-hmm. when you take in account in fitting, you know, think about that too, you know. And when you're fitting a putter too, they, you know, there's some putters that have nothing on top for alignment. And uh, there's some that have three lines or dots and whatever helps you line the putter up the best is, is what you, you know, want to look at. Uh, some people, it can be distracting to have, you know, this putter's got two lines and three dots on it. Some people that's distracting. Some people don't want anything on top. Right. I have to have something to help line me up because my, my alignment is awful. So <laughs> I need, I need as many lines as I can get. And as long as I'm not following the putter back with my eyes, I'm in good shape. Um, so, but that's a exactly, so. and that's a good point. Just another tip going in there: do not follow that putter head back <laughs> no, no. in your backswing. Nope. Yeah, because then you got to look back at the ball to try to hit it, and that's way more work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> John, I absolutely love this interview, and I think um, it's so important for people to understand about club fitting. And I think you clarified mm-hmm. it quite a bit. Um, again, you're at Golf Mart um, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yes, ma'am. What's your address? 4200 Wyoming uh, Boulevard, Northeast. We are in Suite A5. It's a little, uh, just a little shopping center there. There's a Eyeglass World is right next to us, and there's also a really good seafood place right next to us, too. And he has some other news for his shop. Go ahead. You're hiring. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, business has, uh, golf has seen uh, growth like it has not seen since Tiger joined uh, joined the tour in 98, which that was a little, even a little before I joined join the business but uh from what my boss tells me um you know everyone has a boss so i have a boss too um and uh he uh he said he said we've never seen anything like this since since 98 and may, it may even be a bigger explosion in golf than, i than certainly that. have seen it in in my in my teaching so mm-hmm. i think it's awesome yes yeah, so. so we are definitely hiring because uh business is uh business is really really good and it's really busy all the time uh, this is this is a golfing season uh, so for us it's uh, traditionally it's like march through september that's when everybody gets their golf in and then the rest of your kids are at school it gets cold 
whatever it may be. Uh, this is the busiest time of the year. So yes, if you, uh, if you're looking for a job, if you like golf and you're interested in it, uh, uh, you can come on by or you can apply online at, uh, I think it's worldwide golf shops, uh, com slash careers. I believe if okay. not, you can just come by the store or talk call. To me. What's your or call. phone number? Phone number is 505-299-0998. You can ask for me. My name is John or my assistant's Jordan if I'm not there. Oh, and do you charge for your, um, club fitting? We do not, uh, we are one of the last retailers, I believe, in the entire United States that does not charge for fitting. I believe almost everyone else will to turn on their machines and get you to hit anything. Uh, we offer that as a service uh, because we believe it's that important uh, to the game and to getting you a set of clubs. We offer that as a service, whether you buy clubs from us or not. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's that's very kind, and, and it's very true. I yes. mean, it, it is, as we've talked about this whole time, it's so important. Yes. And John has kindly offered a club for a giveaway prize that we're going to do here. Uh, not today, but I'll set it up for you in a little bit. And, uh, John, tell us about the club. Uh, so we, what we have here is a Odyssey White Hot OG number 7. It's one of the newer uh, newer, newer Odyssey putters that's out. Uh, number 7's got the fangs on it, so it's a mallet-style putter. Uh, it's 34 inches. Uh if you were to win this thing and you're super tall or super short, we can either adjust this putter to make it fit to you or we can swap it out for another Odyssey putter just like this. Um, it is a great putter. I have one just like it. I love it. I don't get to play much with it because I work a lot, but <laughs> it is a fantastic putter, and I think uh, whoever wins it will love it. And can you give us a retail price on that? It is uh, $219.99. What? Uh, that's an awesome, awesome giveaway prize. John, I... Certainly appreciate you coming in studio and talking with us. And Absolutely. Um, we will be in touch again, for, you know, at some point. And Definitely. I know that I'm sending a lot of my students your way. And um, good luck with the store. And I hope you get some more people in there. I know you are busy. <laughs> it has been crazy. Um, I Yes, this was awesome. This was great. I had a great time. I'm glad we got to meet face-to-face and have the chat face-to-face. I know. Instead of over the phone, because sometimes it's a, you know, well, it's just a little different. So. Well, yeah, that and you're so busy. <laughs> yes, yes. I actually had enough staff today to be able to get away for a little while. So uh, I was happy about that. Well, I appreciate you taking your time out for us. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, we're now on to today's tip, making long putts. How appropriate that we have a putter to give away. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. On our long putts, the goal is to have the less fo- have less follow-up putts. In other words, not making it a three-putt situation. We don't want to win- inch our way up to the hole. Distance control is far more important than direction. We want to get as close to the hole as we can, missing just past the hole if we don't make it in. So try these tips. Stand a bit taller. It allows you to see the line and direction better. Give yourself permission to have a little bit more motion in your lower body. Allow yourself more backswing, but follow through as much as your backswing distance. Allow yourself to swing back in a faster pace, continuing that same pace going through the ball. And finally, use a putter whenever you can off the green. Um, Please visit my website, NewMexicoTeeToGreen.com. That's N-M-T-E-E-T-O-Green.com. Plus, I'm adding a new page called There's a Tip for That. You can email me at hollyonthegreen at gmail.com. And please visit my nonprofit website, golfergirls.org, and consider donating. Until next time, see you on the green.
on the green with Holly Spellman.